Praise the Lord, everybody. <clears throat> Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's put our hands together. We want to give the Lord some praise this morning for waking us up and starting us on our way. And we just want to give God praise and thanks. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person service as well as our live stream service uh, here on the second Sunday of January. Amen. It is my prayer that those of you who are watching my live stream, that you are inviting your friends and your family to join us. Uh, you can watch the service uh, either on our website at sbcod.org or you can go onto our Second Baptist Church of Doylestown Facebook page. And so we pray that you will join with us on this morning. The Bible says in Psalm 33, 1-4, To rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with the harp, sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song and play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. Come on, let's stand this morning for those of you who are in person, amen, as we lift up the Lord in song. Can't nobody do me like Jesus, amen. Do me like 
friend in Jesus. You got a friend indeed. It's good to have a friend. Someone you can count on when it counts. That's Jesus. Always comes through. Has he ever come through for you? Let him know about it. Let him know about it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. In this sweet hour prayer, asking for your presence in our lives, in our hearts, and in this service. Calling on the Holy Spirit, dear Lord, fill this place to overflow. It sometimes looks like others are doing well and they don't really seem to have you in mind. Matter of fact, they curse you more than they promote you. But you ask the question, would you trade places? And the answer is no, Lord, I'll stay with you. All the way to the end. So that one day I'd see you face to face. <clears throat> you put your loving arms around. I know it gets hard sometimes, Lord. Can't always see our way. But promise, won't complain. Can't complain. You've been too good. Bless us now. Bless the pastor of this church, dear Lord. Hold him up. I know he's got a word. He's going to be preaching today on faith. So vital to us, dear Lord. We increase our faith through this message, through this word, through this service. Bless the musicians, dear Lord, as they sing from their hearts. Let those words not fall on deaf ears. Bless all those who are working behind the scenes, dear Lord, bringing things together. And those who are on live stream couldn't make it in today, but they're, they want to stay connected. We just need you, dear Lord. We thank you in advance. We ask also special blessings upon Reverend Toller, dear Lord, who's having health issues, dear Lord, but you know all about it. You've been touching and healing the sick for a long time. And we're asking that you would now touch and heal him. And when praying time is over, we have no more left to say and do. Bless us, dear Lord, with eternal, eternal life that's what we're all striving for we want to be with you and we can't do it any other way than through our good father jesus christ it's in jesus name we pray amen amen our reading today comes to us from 
Collection 572, and of course on the big screen. It is entitled Growing in Grace. Are you growing in grace today, church? It's taken from 2 Peter, and it says this, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But ye that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things, therefore, before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord.
Hallelujah. Come on, let's get the Lord some praise. My prayer that you're on the battlefield for the Lord. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. We want to say welcome to each of you who are here this morning. Those of you who are here with us and in person, we thank God for you. Those who will be joining us and in person. Amen. You know, uh, Reverend Jackson, Reverend Tolanine used to joke a little bit about on Sundays where, uh, you know, we have a late arriving crowd, amen, that, that come in. And so uh, a little later in the service, uh, we'll say, oh, the bus pulled up, and here they come. Uh, and you don't want to be called out on the bus, amen. I'm glad that you're Listen, I'm glad that you're here this morning. Come on, let's thank God this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. On the battlefield, you all are on the battlefield, amen, for the Lord, and we give God praise and we give him glory, amen. So we do want to extend a hearty welcome to each of you for the Lord placing in your heart that spirit to be here this day in the house of the Lord, amen. I uh, also want to remind you that uh, we have some Martin Luther King Day uh, announcements and programs that we have coming up. Um, Second Baptist Church is, is sponsoring along with uh, several other organizations and uh, sororities and fraternities as the question is, what are you doing for others? Uh, we are sponsoring here at the church an opportunity for us to help those who are in need. We are asking that if you would be so kind that uh, for those of you who had already brought in some items, we were looking for some breakfast bags, amen, there are items that we're asking for you to bring in, please bring those in for next Sunday, amen. If you have not done so already, uh, we have uh, some participation in the back of the church uh, for those who are gonna be dropping off items, so we would ask that they would do so. Um, we also are making sure that we uh, sponsor and try to help those that are in need of clothing. So if you have any new clothing or gently used clothing that uh, you would like to bring in to be a blessing to those in need, please make sure that you bring that in next Sunday as well. Uh, we're not having our regular MLK Day program that we've had in the past, that uh, there's been some political issues through the Central Buck School District, amen, and they actually shut down the Central Bucks Cares program and, and all, you all have probably seen on the news, Central Buck School District on the news and not in favorable ways. And so, uh, however, um, we do have a group that's going to meet uh, due to COVID. We're not bringing in the groups of children that we've brought in the past years, but these specific organizations that are listed on the screen are going to be in, and they're going to uh, package and put these items together. So if you'd be so kind to make sure that you would help to distribute uh, those items or to bring those items in with you on next Sunday. Next Sunday is the last Sunday, so please make sure that you bring those items in. You can look on our e-blast or on the website and see a list of those items there. Also, through the community, through uh, the school system of Bucks County and Montgomery County School District, that uh, there's another MLK uh, program uh, that is scheduled. It was a social justice program that's gonna take place on next Sunday. Uh, that is going to be held at William Tennant High School there in Montgomery County. It's actually in Warminster. And so, um, actually that is Bucks County. Warminster is Bucks County. So that is in Bucks County. But it's going to be held at William Tennant High School at 4 p.m. 
So this is for our young people, for those who have uh, children in uh, grades 9 through 12, uh, or if you have a mature uh, young person, amen, that uh, can really handle and understand some of this, that they are welcome to attend as well. So we are encouraging our parents to make sure that our youth uh, will participate uh, in that group as well. Uh, also, some of you have sent in uh, some of your recipes for the women's ministry uh, cookbook that is coming up. Just want to remind you that on January 31st is our cutoff date. So if you haven't submitted any uh, recipes for that heritage cookbook, uh, make sure that you do so. They want to begin working, putting all of that together. And that um, so please make sure that in your calendar, if you already submitted some recipes, submit some more. Amen. I'm sure Sister Monet would appreciate some additional uh, recipes there for the book. So our women's ministry is sponsoring that. Amen. Uh, we're also attempting to get our ushers back up and running. Amen. You know, it's been almost three years uh, since they've been a part of this pandemic. And so uh, some of our ministries, such as our greeters and our ushers have kind of shut down a little bit, amen, but we're, uh, we're not out of the woods yet, amen. We're still wearing masks, and there's still some issues, but uh, we are moving forward on that. We're going to ask if Sister Leslie Hawks come, and she's going to share uh, regarding the ushers' recruitment. Morning, church family. Good morning. How's everybody today? Um, so, as Pastor mentioned, we're looking for um, ushers. We've had some of our ushers drop off, and so we are looking for ushers, both adults and children. Um, children usher will be on the day, it's third Sunday, when the children do the worship service. And then the ushers, adult ushers, of any stripes, um, we'd like to have you. So, if you're interested in becoming an usher, it's a great job. Not a lot of heavy lifting. You just get to meet everybody, you get to meet visitors, and we'd love to have you. So if you'd like to become an usher, you can contact me. My contact information is up there. Parents, if you'd like your children to be ushers, um, please contact Lavinia or me, and we will talk to you about that as well. Amen. Amen. In addition to uh, getting our ushers started back, and we are also uh, looking to get our greeter ministry back, where uh, prior to COVID, we had uh, families or individuals who served as our greeters for the Sunday, and they came in as a family, and then they also uh, did our welcome. Uh, so we are looking forward to putting that back in place. So uh, we are looking forward to uh, having uh, those uh, families uh, if you would like to volunteer, amen, if not, Sister Van's going to call and ask you anyway, amen. And so please say yes uh, when she contacts you uh, to come in as a family, and that responsibility is, is greeting those as they come in, and then also giving a welcome uh, for the Sunday morning. So we are looking forward to uh, restarting our greeter ministry as well, amen. Also, as we move into the year 2023, listen, we ought to thank God for making it to another year. Amen. What a blessing. We have a, a new church theme for 2023, and our church theme is Together in Christ. Amen. Uh, we should have our, our new signage uh, up that will be in the foyer uh, by next Sunday. Uh, you know, when you order things nowadays, everybody's behind 
weeks and months and all of that. Hardly anybody working. Amen. I don't know how folk are even living. Nobody's working, it seems. But um, uh, so we were waiting for uh, our banner to come in, and it should be here uh, during the course of this week. So uh, we will highlight that on next Sunday as well. Amen. We want to take this time and to uh, offer up to you the opportunity to be able to give back to God through our tithes and our general offering. Amen. As the screen lets you know, there are three ways that we give here at Second Baptist. Uh, first and foremost, for those who are here in person, there is an offertory box at the back of the church. Please make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offerings there. Also, you can give online on our website. Uh, just click on the Tithely button. That will allow you an opportunity to designate your tithes and offerings and uh, anything else that you would like to designate there to the church. And so also you can send it in by mail, which uh, most people now are, are uh, using the uh, online giving or giving in person. And so we appreciate that. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to give, realizing, Lord, that everything we have belongs to you. And so, God, we ask a special blessing be upon those who gave, bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those, Lord God, who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we want to thank you, and we ask, God, that you would help us to be the good stewards that you have called us to be, that while we are down here on earth, that we will be about the business of building up your kingdom. And so, Lord, we thank you for all of your blessings and for all that you continue to do in our lives. For we ask this in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. We also are, are back, and uh, we're, we're getting, a, as we're moving through New Year, we're getting a lot of our ministries and programs uh, back up and running, amen. We're just going to be a little careful, still keep your mask on if you need to keep your mask on, amen. Uh, but we are, get, are getting our children's church uh, back up and running, and, and so that will take place on the second Sundays and the fourth Sundays. That'll be for our young people as well as our those who are in junior high and senior high as well. So if there are those who have any young people who would like to uh, participate in our children's church at this time, uh, we have in classroom one and two, uh, we have uh, uh, teachers who are there, and if we have any uh, those who are in high school, they will be over in the deacon's room to my left, amen. So our children are dismissed at this time to children's church, amen. Now, everybody knows that this Sunday, this Sunday, is our kickoff for our Christ and Cultural Humility program, amen? We have been uh, working on this program for a while and uh, we have several dates that we're gonna be coming together and the purpose is for us to learn about uh, one another's cultures, amen? We have a very diverse uh, congregation and this gives us great opportunity to really get to know one another, amen. We see each other on Sunday, uh, but may not really know about one another. So this will give us opportunity. So today, right after church, amen, we're going to try to, as soon as church ends, we're going to try to get you over there, all right? We're not going to hold you long uh, for today, but uh, we have some fun things in store. And you know this is a Baptist church, so we always got a little something to eat, amen, that's back there. And we know that attracts people, amen. So we pray that after service that you will join us uh, in the fellowship hall. But for those of you who uh, may not be real sure what cultural humility is about, 
Uh, we are blessed uh, and have a special video that was uh, put together by uh, Clayton Russell uh, for us to let you know what Christ of cultural humility is all about. Sister Leslie, I'm going to ask if you would dim those lights, amen, as we play this video about Christ and cultural humility. We are one. So we being many are one body in Christ and every one members one of another. Romans 12:15. We strive to be a church that demonstrates cultural humility in each walk of life, recognizing that every one of us comes from a variety of cultural backgrounds, we propose to welcome, value, and celebrate these differences as we strengthen our relationships with God within the church family and the community. If we insist on staying within our cultural groups and spending time only with people who look and think like us, we will prevent ourselves from discovering aspects of God's self that otherwise would be revealed to us. Love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul all your mind and with all your strength the second is this love your neighbor as yourself there is no commandment greater than these Paul put it this way do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility regard others as better than yourselves do we have our priorities in order does anxiety over the stuff of life crowd out spending time in the presence of Christ do we give priority to spending time in the study of Christ's teachings, devotions, and meditations? Does caregiving to others crowd out our devotional life, and do we understand and give hospitality and humility? Do we value the choices of others? Understanding other cultures is a lifelong journey that starts with critical self-reflection about how we interact with and respond to others. The culture humility principle aligns with the need to grow in love for God and neighbor. Dad, did you know that there are four tenets of Christ and cultural humility? What is a tenet? A tenet is a belief or principle. It is? Good job. Lifelong learning and critical self-evaluation. Recognize and change power imbalances. Developing mutually beneficial and non-paternalistic partnerships with communities. Advocating on behalf of individuals in defined populations. As a church family, our goal is to train followers of Jesus to love God, to love people, and to share Christ's message with the world. We are one. 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 Amen. I had shared last week. I said, uh, I said, uh, we getting pretty good on these these uh, videos and, and all. But uh, really, an outstanding uh, job. We want to thank uh, all those who had participated in putting the video together. Amen. So again, right after service, we are going to get together in the fellowship hall, and we're going to have just a great time. Uh, looking forward to seeing one another. Amen. Uh, Sister Barbara Walker is generally here with us on the second Sundays, but she is under the weather, amen. So we want to make sure that we keep her in prayer. And we are grateful and thankful for Pastor Paul, Zanisha, Brother Chris, amen, who's holding it down for us in our music for today, amen. So we're going to ask for them to come. Uh, for those who just came in, if you have young people who would like to participate in our children's church, uh, that is taking place 
For those who are older groups will be over to the deacon's room to my left and the younger ones will be uh, over in the right in classroom one and two. Amen. Come on, let's welcome Pastor Paul and Zanisha and Brother Chris. Price you pay now. I can say, won't think. 
her love have I ever known? Now I've got power to walk like a window. Oh, though I may fail, he still calls me his own. Ooh, you gave your life for me that I might be saved. Yes, you changed my destiny. What some price you paid now? I can say, all things are passed away, all things are new. Yes, I've been changed. I've been Yes, it's true. It's true. I found my life in you. All things are new. Yes, I've been Father, once again, we find ourselves assembled before you, giving to give you reverence and praise and glory. For we know that without you, we can never be. Yes. So we thank you. Thank you Lord. We thank you once again for not only um, watching over us each and every night as we slept, slumbered, but for waking us up each and every morning. Yes, Lord. We thank you for sustaining us throughout our lifetime, yes. for protecting us and guiding us. 
Father, we pray for those who are sick, those who are shut in, those who are incarcerated, and those who cannot be with us today for whatever reasons. We ask that you would protect them and give them the strength to continue to go on as you reveal yourselves to them. Father, we pray for our pastor as he delivers the word today. Give us the ears to hear, the mindset to implement as applicable. And Father, we pray for this church and this congregation that it will continue to be what you want it to be. And when we have done all that we have done here on this earth, when we've reached our pinnacle based on what you have asked us to do, we pray that you would welcome us and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Come on in and be with me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
said yes to the Lord. Amen. I know you have. Amen. But we need to do it on a consistent basis to say yes to the Lord. Amen. With every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just want to say thank you on this second Sunday of January. Lord, we thank you that not only did you allow us to make it through the year 2022, but Lord, you have brought us into a brand new year of 2023. And Lord, all we can say is thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. 
Father, it is our prayer today that if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who has never received you personally in the pardoning of their sins, the Lord, upon your word coming forth, that someone will be moved in the spirit and will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? We ask, God, that you would open up our hearts about faith and the need to put our trust and our faith and belief in you, God, and you alone. And so, God, open us up today. Speak to our spirit, God. Help us to receive the message that you alone have set in our hearts to receive. And that we might give you praise, that we might give you glory, and we may give you the honor, Lord God. We ask these things in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. And thank God for being God all by himself. Amen. Amen. We want to talk about faith this morning. Amen. Many of you have probably heard me say at some time in the past that I believe that God gives every one of us a starter kit of faith when we enter into this world. Amen. I believe that God. Matter of fact, I know that he does because we don't have it in ourselves. Amen. So whatever we do have, we know that God gave it to us. Amen. And I believe that God's desire is that we would activate that faith. Amen. That we would activate that faith by taking the first step of faith. Amen. We can't activate this faith unless we take the first step of faith. Amen. For those of you who missed our uh, Bible study during this past Wednesday, uh, those who participate in Bible study know that that's what we talked about on last week. We talked about faith. Amen. It was an awesome discussion about faith and the need for us to activate that faith by taking that first step of faith. Many of you who knew my uh, father-in-law, Deacon Jeffries, amen, and I want to tell you, I really do miss him. He was like my Jethro, amen. Uh, to Moses, and he would uh, tell me to slow down or to speed up, amen, and, but he always spoke about and lived by the motto to trust and obey, amen, and so for me that means to put our faith in God and then be obedient to what God is asking us to do, amen, and so that's what I really want to talk to you about this morning as we Take a look in the book of Joshua, amen, from the third chapter. This is what our Bible study lesson was on this past week. Joshua chapter 3, amen. And I'm going to ask if you be so kind to stand with me for the reading of God's word, amen. We want to uh, read this morning verses 7 through 17. Joshua chapter 3, verses 17, 7 through 17. And look at what God can do if we step out in faith. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says, and the Lord said to Joshua, today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, 
go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Parasites, Gergesites, Amorites, and Jebusites. See, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priests who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the ark of the covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing and it piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarethan. While the water flowing down to the Sea of the Arabah, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off, so the people crossed over opposite Jericho. And the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. Amen. The word says the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground. And while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning, praising God on dry ground. Now, and I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, take the first step of faith. Tell your neighbor to take the first step. Anybody willing to take the first step of faith this morning? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. What an awesome story that we have before us this morning. It's a story that you all may be familiar with, but coming from Moses and the Israelites as they got ready to cross over into a new land. And so we find that the children of Israel are standing in a familiar place. For 40 years prior, their parents had stood in this same place. And here they are on the brink of a breakthrough. They had a breakdown. They had a faith failure that took place. Those, their parents, those who came before them 40 years ago, they forfeited their promise but they were still God's people. He cared for them. God sustained them for 40 more years in the wilderness till all of those who had doubted God died off. One of the greatest tragedies in life is to live life and to never discover your destiny. But I believe far worse than that is to discover your destiny and forfeit it. <laughs> 
So what I want to do this morning, I want to talk to some folks this morning who know that they have a destiny over their lives. Those who know that there's a reason and a purpose for their existence. I want to talk to the ones this morning who want everything that God has ordained for your life and refuse to let go and to give up and to give in. Church, I want to talk to some folks this morning that have a fight in your spirit. And the kind of fight that Caleb had, who at 85 years old said, Lord, give me my mountain. Is there anybody here this morning who wants what God has promised for you? Is there anyone here this morning who refuses to settle for less than what God said that you can have? Is there anybody here who has their mind made up that whatever it costs that you're going to give and go get what God promised to you? See, I wish I had somebody in here this morning who don't mind praising and making God glad and the devil mad this morning, amen? How many of you know that every promise comes with a price, amen? There's no victory without a fight. There's no testimony without a test. There's no healing without sickness. There's no crown without a cross. And there's no resurrection without a crucifixion. There's something that you'll have to go through, church, to get your promise. Amen. When I look back in the word, Reverend Jackson, it tells me that before Joseph went to the palace, he went to the pit and the prison. Before the three Hebrew boys were promoted, they had to go through the fiery furnace. And between the children of Israel and their inheritance of the promised land, there was a river called Jordan. Now you may not know this, but the name Jordan means to descend or the one that takes you down. Matter of fact, most of our songs that we sing about the Jordan usually describe some form of death that takes place. Church, I want to let you know this morning that there's a Jordan for every one of us. And your Jordan may be different from my Jordan. But what's the same is the fact that it stands between me and my promise and between you and your promise. And the only way, church, that you or I can get through is by faith. Somebody say faith. You see, if you don't have faith, you can't float over on your feelings. You can't run over on past experience. You can't get just because you have secondhand knowledge and religion won't get you through. But the only thing that can conquer that Jordan River is a living faith and a living God. And as children of Israel stood at the edge of a raging Jordan River at flood stage, Joshua gives the priests that carry over the Ark of a Covenant a strange order. For listen to what God tells Joshua to tell the priests in verse 8 of the text. Listen to what he says. He tells them in verse 8 of that text to tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant that when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the river. Amen. Uh -huh. 
Joshua tells them to go and stand in the raging floodwaters. The Jordan River is about 150 miles long, but it's only about 100 feet wide, amen. Uh, those of you who've gone with us to Israel, amen, we stood on the banks of the Jordan River, amen. And you recall that even in that place, the river is not too big, amen. You could swim across it with a few strokes, amen. But here they are in the flood time in the spring. And it's believed that the river was only 100 feet wide has now become a mile long and a mile wide. And it is a raging river that the currents are fast and moving. So in other words, Joshua says to these priests as they're looking at this river, start walking, step into the water, start moving in the direction of your promise. Amen. Now, the reality is that you have to move because God says move. Amen. You see, church, you can't wait until you see a break in the waves. You can't wait until it makes sense or it feels good for your emotions. You can't wait until you see the waters open up in front of you. Amen. Now, maybe the first time God had moved in your life, that's the way it was for you uh, starting out. But now you got some history with God. Now God is requiring some more faith in your life. There's been a time in our lives where we may have called upon God and God answered right away. And, and we were able to get what it was that we were asking for. But in faith. And in order for our faith to grow, that we must ask God to help us and to put us in situations that our faith may grow. And so now God is looking at them and God says it's time to take the training wheels off. It's time to move away from your pacifier. It's time to move away from the crutches you've been holding up. It's time for you to move away from uh, sight now to faith. It's time to move from I hope so to I know so. It's time to move from milk and now move to meat, amen. So in other words, this time you have to get your feet wet, you got to step in. Tell somebody and tell them to step in. Now I know that the priests are looking at this situation and I know that it sounds crazy to them. Don't make sense to them. The Jordan River is at flood stage. And I know the people are saying that I don't see how this is going to work out. And I know that the circumstances are against me and the odds are against me. But I realize that it really doesn't matter as long as God is for me. Because if God be for me, who can be against me? Y'all don't hear what I'm trying to tell you this morning. What I'm trying to tell you is that somebody is one step away from your miracle. Hallelujah. One step away from your breakthrough. One step away from your too much blessing. Amen. You put in the time. You put in the time of toiling. You put in the time of trying. You put in the time of praying. You put in the time of confessing. You put in the time of waiting and watching. But church, I just came by to tell you this morning that you are one step away from what you've been believing for. Hallelujah. I want you to listen to what the priest stepped out on in faith. 
If you look at verse 15 and 16 of this text, listen to what it says. It says that now the Jordan is at flood stage, all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, amen, that the water from upstream stopped flowing and it piled up in a heap a great distance away, amen. And when I read that, all I can say is look at God, amen, that when they stepped in the waters, and as soon as the priest's feet touched the waters, the Bible says that the waters rolled back. Glory to God. Another translation says that as they walked, the water fled from before them. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, there are some things that have been chasing you. And in fact, it's been threatening to drown you and to take control of you. Amen. It may be debt. It may be sickness, it may be fear, it may be relationship, amen. I don't know what it is that's chasing you. But there's a turn around in the atmosphere. And God is getting ready to flip the script on the situation. That which you have been running after, that that has been nipping at your heels, is going to start running away from you. Come on in here, somebody. Listen to me, church. But you got to stop where you're at and turn around and face it and step toward it in faith. Amen, somebody. And when you do, you're going to initiate a miracle that only God can do in your life. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you this morning is that one step can turn your situation around and put you in charge. Amen. You see, I don't know what your Jordan may be that you're facing today. And I don't know that one step is that you need to take, but if you only obey God and take that step, that Jordan is going to begin to run away from you. Amen. Sickness and disease are going to run away from you. Hopelessness and discouragement are going to run away from you. Worry and anxiety are going to run away from you. Fear and confusion are going to run away for you. You see, the miracle, church, is not in knowing or even believing. The miracle is in doing. Because the God we serve is a God of action. And that when you trust in God and you believe in God, God's going to call you in the action to do something about what he just told you. And so whatever it is that's going on in your life, that if you step out on faith and believe that God is able to do it, how many of you know that God can do it? Come on in here, somebody. How many of you really believe that God can do it? Amen. The miracle is not in knowing or even believing. The miracle church is in doing. Amen in here, somebody. Now listen, if you look at verse 17 of the text, and, and I love this part of the story, and I, I want you to listen to what it says. It says that the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan, and they stood on dry ground. Amen. Picture that. They stopped in the middle of this raging waters, and they stood on dry ground. While all of Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing. What does the word say, church? On dry ground. Amen. 
And all the Israelites passed over on dry ground. Somebody say dry ground. See, I believe, Pastor Paul, that this is the greatest part of the miracle for me. Amen. Not just that they made it through, but the fact that when they went through, there was no residue or evidence of what they'd been through. Hallelujah. They didn't even have any mud on their shoes and in between their toes. But just like the Hebrew boys, when they came out of the furnace, their clothes weren't burnt. Their hair wasn't singed. There wasn't even a smell of smoke in the air. And somebody needs to know this morning that God is going to get you out and touch somebody and tell them you're coming out this morning. And when you get out, you're not going to look like what you've been through. Come on in here, somebody. Because when you get out, there's not even going to be any evidence of the mess that you had already been through. But I stopped by to tell somebody on this second Sunday of January that when you're in the midst of going through trials and troubles of life, that the only way we can make it is if we step out on faith. Can I ask you this morning? Is anybody ready to step out on faith? Hallelujah. Now, now watch this, church. Watch this. The word says that while the priest stood in the midst of the Jordan, that the ark of God was raised in the air. And that somewhere between a million to three million people crossed over. Did y'all catch that? Say, while the priests were lifting God up in the middle of their trial, <laughs> their Jordan, between a million and three million people came through from their praise. Church, if you just step out on faith, somebody's going to come through on your praise. Y'all don't hear me in here today. Somebody that wasn't going to make it is going to make it because of you praise in the middle of your trial. Hallelujah. That's why church is so important that you lift him up. That's why it's so important that you praise him and magnify his name. That's why it's so important that no matter what you're going through, lift him up and praise. Somebody's life depends on it this morning. Is there anybody here that can praise God post-Jordan? Hallelujah. There's something about a, a midway praise. There's something about a midnight praise because in the middle of your praise and when God gets your attention, breakthroughs begin to happen. Y'all don't hear me in here today because we serve a mighty good God. How many of you here don't mind giving God praise and saying thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings? Hallelujah this morning. What a mighty good God that we serve. Hallelujah. Listen to me. I'm, you, you all know I'm trying to get you in the Bible study. Amen in here, somebody. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Stand where you are. Just listen to me. Listen to me. If you read over the next chapter, chapter 4 of Joshua, verse 9. Listen to what the word says. The word says that Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan. <laughs> and the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. Amen. Did y'all hear that? Here they got through and Joshua erected a pillar of stones in the midst of the Jordan River. Where the priest's feet had stood on dry ground. And those pillar of stones, church, was Joshua's going through praise. Hallelujah. Does anybody have a going through praise this morning? 
that even though you're going through and, and you're in the midst of the worst of your trial of life, that you want to praise God anyhow. Even though you're about to lose your home, you're still going to praise him anyhow. Even though you're going through the valley of the shadow of death, but you're still going to praise God anyhow. Even though your family is in trouble, your marriage is in trouble, your job is in trouble, but I'm going to praise God anyhow. Amen. That's a Joshua's testimony that God has been faithful and somebody else is going to come by on your praise and receive a blessing. I don't know about you this morning, but I'm so glad that we have a God who's able through our praise to be a blessing to somebody else. So because of that praise, somebody's going to come out of depression. Because of your praise, somebody's going to be set free from the spirit of suicide. Because of your praise, somebody's going to come off drugs that you've been praying for. Because of your praise, somebody's marriage is going to be restored. Because of your praise, somebody's prodigal son or daughter is coming home. Tell your neighbor, this praise is for you. <laughs> come on, let's put our hands together. This praise is for you. We need to give God praise. We need to thank God for being God all by himself. If you came this morning for no other reason than to give God praise, somebody have to put their hands together. Somebody have to say hallelujah this morning and let's give God some praise. Let's give God some before praise. Let's give God some middle praise and let's give God some final praise. Can we lift up our hands this morning and give God praise? Somebody touch somebody and say hallelujah this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning, church. Praising God on dry ground. Take the first step of faith. You know, God always gives us an opportunity to respond, to put into action those things that God is asking of you. The question this morning is, have you received and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Somebody needs to take the first step of faith. Because if you will, God will come the rest of the way. Amen. Anybody believe that? Do I have any believers in here today? Amen. Those of you who are watching my live stream right now, you can put into action that which God is asking you in your heart that he can bring you through on dry ground no matter what situation you have going on in your life. But you have to take the first step. You have to activate your faith. If there's someone here today and the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking to you, Jesus died on that cross just for you. He paid our sin debts just for you. And so he's asking us right now to repent of our sins to invite the Lord Jesus Christ into our heart. And all you have to do is pray and, and, and ask him genuinely, sincerely, Lord, I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. Lord, forgive me of my sins. And Lord, accept me into your heart that you may be my life, my Lord and my savior. And if you genuinely pray that prayer and believe it in your heart, the Lord will receive and accept you just as you are. Because one day, we're going to wear a crown, amen. Our deacons come down the aisle right now, and 
we extend an invitation for those of you who have never received Jesus Christ as your Savior to come to Jesus. As the screen says, he will save you. Amen. For those of you who may be living in this community and you don't have a church home and like to unite and fellowship at Second Baptist, just come. Amen. Just as you are. Amen. Come on, Sister Muriel. God bless you. God bless you. See, you got right in front of these deacons. Amen. Come on down, deacons. Be with Sister Muriel. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. There may be someone else here today or those who are listening by live stream right now. The Lord is speaking just to you. Amen. If you desire to give your heart and your life to the Lord or to be a part of us here in this fellowship at Second Baptist Church, please reach out to us. Amen. Just call the church or uh, leave something in the comments. Amen. For us or just reach out, text, email, all the social media that we have. Amen. But my heart's desire is that you would give your heart and your life to Jesus Christ. Amen. How many of you know the time is winding down? Amen. It's winding down. We are living in the end time scenario. Amen. So now is the time. Now is the time to make a decision to give your life to Christ. Amen. Come on, let's thank God. You may be seated. Amen. Sister Muriel. Amen. God bless you. This is Sister Muriel Welch and Sister Muriel's been coming to church for a long time, amen. Matter of fact, I thought Sister Muriel was already a member of the church. She's been coming so long, amen. But Sister Muriel uh, said to me that she wants to unite in fellowship at Second Baptist Church. Sister Muriel, you already know that you're welcome, amen. Amen. And let me tell you, Sister Muriel attends Bible study regularly, amen. She doesn't miss. Unless she miss, she's on vacation having a good time, amen. We get on her about it but she comes back amen and participates with us so we want to extend a welcome to you sister muriel amen is there anything you would like to say to the congregation sister muriel amen amen god bless you god bless you sister nikki will take care of sister muriel amen and we will be in touch with her regarding her new members classes but come on let's thank god for sister muriel sister muriel welch amen we thank god for today that if you take the first step of faith god will take you the rest of the way amen it is my prayer today that and i thank god for each of you uh, after the service today, we are going to move to our fellowship hall uh, where we have a time of fellowship together and just getting to know one another. Amen. So if you be so kind, let's stand on our feet as we close this morning. Amen. Come on, let's as we stand, let's give God praise. Thanking God for all of his blessings. You know, when I think about it, I think about what we just spoke about that in the midst in the middle of a raging river God had his children a million to three million children walk through on dry ground so all I can say is what a mighty God we serve come on let's give God praise
Jesus.